welcome back to another new episode of the Balance Factor podcast. If you're new here, my name is Emily. I am your host and I hope you are wherever you are having an absolutely amazing day. It's November now. I can't believe it. We literally have two months left of 2022. What is with that? Where has the year gone? Like seriously, where has it gone? Um, now we're entering November, so it's a new month, new things, and let's all tackle it together. And with that said, today we are going to be talking about something I say a lot and I get asked a lot of questions about it, to be honest, and that is all about why I say make it happen, what that means, why I say it, and everything involved in the mindset associated with make it happen. Um... If you follow me, you'll notice I have a bracelet and it says M-I-H on it. And a lot of people actually read it backwards and they see the words him, meaning like some, maybe it's like a boyfriend or something. No, it's it's not. It's It stands for M-I-H, make it happen. And this is a saying that I have always gravitated towards. It's something I live and breathe every single day, especially when I get down into a rut or a really anxious state that I feel really constricted in my own boundaries within my own thoughts. And it's something that really helps me pull out of my shell and get to where I want to be. And I think a lot of the places I've gotten to, I wouldn't have gotten to without having this mindset and approach to life. So that's going to be our topic today. I hope you guys are excited because I am too. And this episode's going to get you motivated. It's going to get you inspired. And it's going to give you some new insight on how to approach difficult situations. And before we get into it, I do want to say a really big thank you to everyone who listened to my podcast episode last week I that episode was honestly my most listened to that I've done on my own and um I was shocked by the feedback I received from it there was a lot of people that reached out to me um honestly that support really means a lot to me and that episode was really really tough to record and it opened up a can of worms not even explaining it but for myself it brought up some things in the past that I haven't felt in a really long time so I will be honest after recording that I did as much as I felt very proud it definitely was difficult to digest and process but I think that's important for overcoming anything in life is that you have to relive the trauma in some sort of way and open up in order to fully get over it and I will say a week after doing this I feel so free so thank you for giving me the opportunity to express myself and for being there and listening to me because it really, really does mean a lot. And also, for the weekly favorite, we cannot forget about it. This week, it actually is a book. I'm a little behind on this one, not gonna lie. I've had this book on my Kindle for a while. I just have not had the time to read it. Well, you know what? It's not that I didn't have the time. I didn't make the time, but now I'm making the time. And that is the book by Jeanette McCurdy called I'm Glad My Mom Died. It's a biography, memoir, whatever you want to call it, nonfiction, all about her story um, with her mother who was quite abusive. Um, It does some trigger warnings. There is things associated with eating disorders, mental health illnesses. Um, I just love true stories and this book is really intriguing. It's kind of written with a little bit of humor Um, So it's a bit light, but it's also really deep at the same time. So if you're looking for something that's nonfiction and eye-catching, I would highly recommend this book. I'm about halfway and I've heard 
nothing but great things. So go check it out. And with all that said, I think it's time we make it happen and get this episode going. So let's get into this week's episode. Okay, let's get deep into what it means when I say make it happen and how you can incorporate this lifestyle and mindset approach to better yourself, your well-being, and get to where you want to be. So let's let's go back a little bit as into why I actually acquired this approach and where I got it from. So a couple years ago, I was when I was developing Emily Newton training, if you've been here since that point, um, I was looking for a saying to kind of bring along with my brand. And I searched and I searched and I searched and I never really found something that resonated with me until I stumbled across the saying, make it happen. Now, I don't own any rights to the saying. I probably honestly found it off of Pinterest or something like that or saw it in a store on a shirt or something. I don't remember exactly, but I all I do remember is that this saying just resonated with me because it made me realize that I can do anything I want to and I have full control and power over it. And if you're new here, I do a lot of episodes on anxiety and overcoming intrusive thoughts and things like that. And specifically, this saying resonated really well with me because it allowed me to overcome those fears and those inner critic thoughts that I have and really get to where I want to be. So why don't we just explore what this actually means and this is going to be different for everybody everybody has a different perspective opinion and approach to things that they see in life so I'm going to be explaining my opinion and my perspective on this saying which may be completely different than what yours is which is totally fine but I hope that my insight will maybe give you some different perspective or even give you some clarity as to what this can mean and how you can perhaps integrate this into your own lifestyle so to me make it happen is a way of taking ownership control and power over your life and ultimately making whatever it is happen for yourself and not anybody else and what defines it I'm putting my hands in quotations it can be totally up to you. This can be something specific. This can be a goal, a mindset, a desire. It's up to you to decide, but whatever that is, it is what you are going to make happen for yourself and nobody else. And this mindset and continually bringing this phrase into my life has done several different things, which I'm going to discuss throughout this episode. And most importantly, I find that this saying has really helped me stay focused and positive on what I'm able to do for myself and what I'm not able to control and what is just life. Because, you know, in life we have things we can control. But there's also a bunch of things that we also can't control. And those things just happen as is and We have to let them go, we have to accept them, and we have to move forward. For example, things like traumatic events, those are out of our controls. Things like not getting a job, 
that's not your control. That's somebody else's control. There are so many things that we experience on a day-to-day basis that we don't have the ability to make it happen for ourselves, but we do have the control over the actions, the choices, and the decisions we make, which can ultimately affect the final outcome and make whatever it is happen. We should count how many times I say make it happen throughout this episode because I feel like it's going to be a lot. (laughs) Anyways, so this whole approach has really allowed me to stay positive, but it's also kept me motivated and in tune with what is reality and what is not. And this type of ideology really goes back to what is your truths. And I've talked about this in another episode, but I'm going to explain it again. And constantly when we're surrounded by people, opinions, and we experience anxieties, intrusive thoughts, our inner critic, we often receive moments where we're not in tune with what actually is true. And one technique I find that's very helpful for managing these thoughts is When you're in a moment where you're very in tune with your body and you feel calm, not stress, is to write out those truths. And these can be things that are actually validated by experience, people around you, and they are concrete, true facts. And regardless of the negative emotions or intrusive thoughts that come in, these are always things that are true. For example, on my list, I have things like, I am capable of achieving good grades. This is one I had in undergrad because when I got into a spiral about studying for an exam, I would go and read this statement because I knew it was true. I had the evidence on previous experiences that I was capable of getting good grades. It's just a matter of denutralizing and bringing down those thoughts that are creating all that chaos in your head and bringing them down to that neutral level so everything calms down. Your whole flight or flight response comes back to its neutral position. So this technique, you can literally write anything. Like it could even be like your parents love you or I feel better when I go for a walk. It's things that are always true. So when you get in those moments where it's indecisive or deconstructive of your actual reality, it allows you to come back to that present moment. So integrating this phrase, make it happen into my life, allows me to come back to that present moment and decipher, okay, what is true and what is not true? What do I have control over? And that's the bottom line here with these truths and how it connects to this phrase is looking at what you do have control over. And there are a lot more things that we think we don't have control over that we actually do. And this kind of technique and tool will allow you to realize that. Another way I've integrated this approach into my everyday life and what it's served me is that it's prevented me from depending on other people. Because I grew up with a lot of anxiety and I still struggle with anxiety every single day, it's something I will will have for the rest of my life. I, especially as a child, was very dependent on the people around me for reassurance to bring those anxious thoughts back down. And what I mean by that is I would seek 
approval or credibility for something that I was anxious about so that it reassured me that that fear was not going to happen and I did have control over it. And where I'm going at with this is that by constantly reminding myself of make it happen, I'm able to understand that nobody else except for myself is going to be able to get to where I want to be unless I do the work. It's not my mom and dad. It's not my sister. It's not my friends. Nobody is going to get you to where you want to be except for yourself. Your friends are not going to make the friendships work. It's an equal way. But if you want to make a friend, you have to put yourself out there. If you want to seek a romantic partner, you just can't sit around and expect people to come up to you. You know, you have to make it happen for yourself. You can't just expect the world to just hand you everything that life expects you to happen. And you know, we see a lot of this stuff on TV shows and movies and it seems like this fantasy and there are things that do get handed to us which are pleasures and their gifts but the reality is is that we have to take action for ourselves if that's what we want you have to take action if that's what you don't want then you don't take action and understanding that whole aspect of control over taking actions and not taking actions is really the root to this saying and going back to all about reassurance and things like that when you constantly integrate this lifestyle into your everyday life you're gonna remember that you don't need external validation from others to get to where you want to be and I'll give you all an example kind of a little story of how this worked for me so last year when I started my master's degree and I started living in a new city making new friends I was very anxious and concerned about my finances living in a big city and being still a student. And this was also during a time where it was very much still COVID days. So there was a lot of restrictions. And with that came a lot of unemployment and less opportunities. And I had a lot of anxiety and critical thoughts about myself and what I was capable of achieving and kind of fell down this dark kind of hole of not being able to get a job and I was very concerned that the summer would come I would still be in school and I would just be in a place where I'd be anxious a lot about money so with integrating this lifestyle approach into this problem I was able to not only learn a ton about networking, making connections, but I was ultimately able to make it happen for myself and get a job that served me both financially well and also experience. And it took, I think it took me probably about five months to get there and Throughout that process, there were moments where I wanted to give up, but I knew that if I gave up, there was no one that was going to hand a job to me. It was a matter of me taking the ownership, the responsibility to 
get to that end point of where I wanted to be. And, you know, this involved a lot of new experiences, which were terrifying, but they brought me so much skill, new skills and tools into my life and opportunities that without that, I wouldn't even get to where I am right now speaking on this podcast if I hadn't even done these things that I did. And I'll give you some insight as to things I did to get to that point. It involved reaching out to numerous people through social networks, um, guest speakers, going to events, writing down names of people that were speaking at these events, meeting with colleagues, asking around for opportunities, constantly searching the web. I basically took this on as a part-time job to find my job and I was rejected numerous times. I was given insight as saying I was given inclinations that things might work and then they didn't. So there was a lot of humps and valleys throughout this. But the result was without giving up and constantly reminding myself to Emily, make it happen. I was able to continually put aside and neutralize those intrusive thoughts, come back to the present and say, look, you have control over the actions you take to get here. Yes, you don't have control over other people's opinions of you or their ability to offer you a job, but what you do have control over is finding that job that is available to you. And like I said, that's what I did and I got there. Now, it's very important that we discuss the work attitude that goes along with this because coming from someone who has a very disciplined attitude and personality, we can easily get caught up in the idea of hustling and not stopping and overdoing things. And we will continually push and push and push against what we are in control of to get to that end point, but we're missing the fact that these might be things that we're not actually able to do or that we can actually take control of. And the issue behind all of this is it can really lead to a lot of disappointment because the expectations are set so high and they're not in tune with what is realistic that when the challenges and the bumps happen, we hit a low point. We see that, oh my gosh, I wasn't able to do this and it brings us down to rock bottom and it's a lot harder to get up again from that point than it is to live in this neutral reality where we're in tune with what we actually know and what we actually are capable of rather than constantly pushing against reality, pushing against the norm to get there and overdoing things. And let me tell you, I am somebody who has done the overdoing thing and I know it doesn't work. So <laughs> there is something to be said about trying your best and working hard, but there is another part about overdoing things, like studying. That was where I really did I pushed myself too much and it led to bigger disappointments because I would overstudy 
for the exam and you know exams we have control over of how much we perform or how well we perform but we don't have control over the way it's marked the way it's perceived by our professors or the answers that are going to be on the test or on the answers to the test or even other people's performance on the test all of those things we don't have control over but the only things we do have control over is studying learning listening working hard and if we overdo it and we get that mark back and it's not what then that is most likely going to lead to a larger reaction and an inability to comprehend what actually occurred and it may be that you did overstudy or you didn't overstudy. But if you overdo something to the point where you're not able to know what is happening in the present moment, when those moments happen where the disappointment occurs, you have a larger reaction because you're not in tune with what your truths were. So say for a test, you didn't overstudy, you studied to what you knew was true and what you were capable of and also what you knew that you needed to know to do well on the test and say the test didn't come back the way you wanted to and that moment you're most likely to be less disappointed because you were in tune with what was the truth which was I studied to my best ability and I did what I needed to do to perform my best on that test. And you know, this can relate to so many different things in life. I'm just using school as an example. But there are so many other things like even relationships and things that go on in your jobs, performance in your jobs, performance even in sports, anything like that. When you're more in tune with the present moment, you're really able to lower your expectations and understand what the reality is and the actions that you have control over to take and if say you want to make your relationship better with somebody happen you're able to recognize that and understand that some choices may be better than others and able to select which ones are better and not be in this chaotic mindset that is just going a mile a minute and is not in tune with the truths which can ultimately lead to poor decision making and not getting to where you want to be. And so how I'm actually able to integrate this into my life and by all means I still struggle, I still have days where there's a lot of intrusive negative thoughts and it's really hard to get out of them. However, by using this approach I've been able to recognize those moments a lot better and understand how I have the ability to get rid of them and move forward and move past them and to ultimately get to where I want to be. And so by surrounding myself by little reminders that has been a big thing for me and I'll give you a couple examples so I have this saying in a lot of different areas in my life that I will frequently see throughout my day-to-day and specifically in my office where I record my podcasts and I do work I have a big sign that says make it happen and I'm constantly reminded when I look over to my right 
I see that saying and it brings me back to that moment. It brings me back to reality and what I'm able to take control of and what I can really do to get to where I want to be. Another place I have it is on my wrist. Like I said, I have a little bracelet that I was gifted and it has three little beads on it that have MIH. And when I'm even at the gym or at a workout class, I can see it on my wrist and it constantly reminds me of make it happen. Um, I literally will see it if I'm shaking somebody's hand, making a new friend, meeting somebody new, anybody. Not that I shake a friend's hand, but you know what I mean. Um, When I'm meeting somebody new and I'm talking with my hands, it's there. When I'm also working, say, remotely and I'm typing, I can see it on my wrist. Another place I also have it is on my computer, on my desktop. So a lot, all of these things are imagery and visual reminders of this phrase, but they're in specific places so that I'm constantly reminded of my reminded of this mindset. And you could even put it on your bathroom mirror. You could put it anywhere that you frequently go in on your day to day life, so that. Even if you're in a moment where you're not even aware of thinking about it, it will force you to think about it. And another thing that's also extremely helpful is talking this through and integrating other people around you into this mindset, into this lifestyle. Um, My family, for instance, is very aware of my approach and how I tackle challenges, how I take on new opportunities, and ultimately how I want to get to where I want to be when I'm older. So say I'm in a, a point where I'm very upset or I'm experiencing a lot of anxiety, a lot of emotions, or I'm ultimately second guessing my abilities. My family members will remind me and say Emily make it happen like if you go through text conversations with my family and I and I'm sending messages to somebody and they will most often respond back and say Emily make it happen remove the chaos around you remove what is not true come back to your truths understand that you have the power you have the control of the choices and actions you're going to make and you can do it to get there So with that said, the big, big point of all of this that we've talked about today is that you are in control. Sometimes we can feel totally out of control, especially when our minds are racing. We have a lot of things on our plate, a lot of things going on, people around us with different opinions. Life is a lot. But you have to remember that you have the choice, not anybody else. You have the choice on what you do tomorrow. You could either go to class, you could sleep in, or you could go to work or not go to work. That is up to you. But you also have the choice on how much you push yourself and whether pushing yourself too much is pulling you away from what is actually needed to get to where you want to be. And what the reality is. And what ultimately are those truths. So understanding this whole aspect of control and power is so rewarding once you realize that you have the strength and ability to do that. It all honestly, and 
all of the big life decisions I've had to make and all the big choices and accomplishments I've made, they all circle back to one thing, which was understanding that I had control over the situation. To the most part, like I said, life happens, things happen, but we can decide how we feel, what we do, and where we end up. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You learned something new. It inspires you, motivates you, gives you some insight on things you can do to better your health and well-being, as well as get to where you want to be and make it happen because you're in control and nobody else. So don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Make sure you press that follow button to stay up to date with new episodes. They come every new Wednesday. And I hope you have an absolutely amazing day. Don't forget to make it happen. And I will see you next week for another new episode. Bye, guys.